we have a lot going on in the country right now. And right under our noses, mega corporations and the super rich are doing something dirty and underhanded that's ultimately going to hurt all of us. On today's episode, I want to tell you what this underhanded thing is and conclude by telling you who is stepping up to stop it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. Millions, tens of millions of Americans are living in fear. Fear of contagion. Fear of needing health care that they can't access. Fear of mounting debts. Now, fear of police brutality. The public is already at risk, already taking a huge hit economically. People can't pay their rent. Small business owners can't pay their rent, are struggling to pay their staff. People are struggling. The bills are piling up, leaving both people and businesses more vulnerable than they've ever been before. And in this chaos, in this fear, where now over 35 million Americans have filed for unemployment, behind the scenes, some of the most powerful interests in America are making a killing. Everybody is responding differently to the crisis, but there should be one thing we can all agree on. The last thing we need right now is major corporations swooping in to take advantage of our vulnerability to enrich themselves and consolidate their power. But that's exactly what's happening, and it's going to keep happening until we actually do something about it. Let me break it down. Break it down. Corporations all over the country are taking an unfair advantage of the coronavirus crisis and the CARES Act. They've already received massive bailouts and supplemental funding out of the taxpayer's pocket, out of your pocket. And now they're using that public money not to keep their doors open as the taxpayers intended. Instead, they're using it to grow their company by cannibalizing other small companies. Yes, they're using the money to pursue mergers and acquisitions. Big companies are killing and taking over small and medium-sized companies that could actually really use the public assistance just to make it through the crisis. Mergers mean monopolies. They mean that one entity can take such complete control of an area of the market that consumers end up having no other option but to engage with that company. We can't shop around for deals because there's nobody else to shop with. And this lack of competition has dire and direct consequences for all of us. The absence of competition causes real consequences for everyday people. It causes the loss of jobs. It causes prices to creep higher and higher and higher. In short, these monopolies can pay workers less and charge more for their goods. Don't just think of this as an abstract problem for economists and lawmakers to worry about. No, this problem 
of mergers and acquisitions during a national crisis is a you and me problem. How do we know this? We know it because it's happened before. In the past, mega businesses have taken advantage of economic downturns and times of crisis to move quickly on mergers and acquisitions that ultimately let Wall Street make money hand over fist and hurt ordinary people who may find themselves out of work and paying higher prices as a result of these monopolies. We can even put a number on the effect that monopolies have on the average U.S. family. It's $5,000. These mergers and acquisitions, because that's the sanitized language that we really use for big corporations swooping in and taking over smaller ones, add up. And the cost to the average family in the end, so far, is about $5,000 per year. How does this happen? A company snaps up its smaller competitors and suddenly has no need to keep prices low or to stay competitive. After all, the competition is now gone. And when the competition is gone, there's no market pressure to stop the exploitation of both consumers and workers who are likely to see worse working conditions, lower wages, and even layoffs. This issue of mergers and acquisitions is often brushed aside as some niche concern that only a small amount of progressives really care about. But you know what? They're really wrong. It turns out that a large majority of us actually agree on this issue. 72% of people favor banning corporations that get taxpayer bailouts from merging with or acquiring other companies. That's according to recent polling from Data for Progress, and that was across the board. Republicans and Democrats alike, majorities of all voters, say no. If you receive public money for a bailout, you should not be using that money to swoop up and buy and crush other companies. And what we need is for Congress to put an end to this corporate overreach, expansion, and abuse of legislation. The CARES Act was originally meant to help small and medium-sized businesses survive. Instead, it's turned into yet another mechanism for big corporations to bulldoze the little guys, consolidating more power and more wealth while the rest of us worry about how we're going to make it to the end of the week or the end of the month. In just a second, I want to tell you who has stepped up to fight back against these mergers and acquisitions and what their plan is. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Listen, millions and millions of us are stuck at home, unable to be nearly as active as we'd like to be. And I need each of you to avoid the complacency. It's important now more than ever to stay active and keep moving. And you can work out and take classes, even in the comfort of your own home, with Beachbody On Demand. It's an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to over 1,300 super effective workouts. It's suited for anybody at any time. 
And the secret to getting results is getting started. Our own senior producer of this episode of The Breakdown, Willis, and his wife, Joy, have been using Beachbody On Demand for years. They've used so many of the exercises, including P90X and Insanity. But I want each of you to check it out. Try this service so that it can keep you healthy and keep you active. And right now, listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text the word, just one word, BREAKDOWN to 303030. Text the word BREAKDOWN to 303030, and you will get full access to the entire platform for free. All the workouts, all the nutrition information and support, totally free. Again, just text BREAKDOWN to 303030, and you'll get a special free trial of the Beachbody On Demand system. Check it out, y'all. It's the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, the breakdown, break it down now. So what we know is that the support of stopping these types of mergers and acquisitions is huge. It's bipartisan. And Senator Elizabeth Warren and Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez have a plan to stop these mergers and acquisitions. They and the House Antitrust Subcommittee Chair, Congressman David Cicilline, a good guy, have proposed banning mega mergers for the duration of the coronavirus crisis. These proposals apply to mega corporations and financial institutions only, leaving small and medium-sized businesses free to do what they need to do to survive during the current economic crisis. This would ensure that taxpayer dollars go to propping up the economy overall, not to corporate consolidation. But lawmakers can actually do more. In the next coronavirus relief package, they should place a ban on mergers and acquisitions for the immediate future for any corporation with revenue over $100 million or any bank or equity fund with more than $100 million in capitalization that receives public money. Only businesses that have declared bankruptcy or would otherwise fail would be allowed to participate, according to this legislation, in mergers or to be acquired. If you want to know more, I really want you to check out The Appeal. You can go now to theappeal.org. Sarah Miller, the executive director of the American Economic Liberties Project, wrote an article in The Appeal talking about what a temporary merger ban looks like and why we need one and why it matters to everyday people. I know right now that it's hard to pay attention to things that seem like they don't really matter in the immediate sense of life and death. We're all trying to stay alive. We're all trying to feed our families. And right now, being lucky means juggling work and confinement and health and family and loneliness. But it's also a reason for vigilance. We cannot allow corporate interest to rob us blind while we're distracted by very real concerns. And what I see is that we can't rely on federal agencies to protect us either. In the midst of this crisis, our agencies are just not well positioned to evaluate proposed mergers and acquisitions. But corporations can't be allowed to run roughshod. Now is the time to be angry about how corporate America 
is handling the coronavirus crisis. I'm frustrated about it because these big corporations could actually be helping. They could be sending out personal protective gear or sending support to the front lines. Instead, they're looking for ways to take advantage of the coronavirus crisis and the CARES Act, and they're not acting in our best interest. Amazing as they are, we need more than Senator Warren and Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez fighting for this. That's where you come in. We need you to step up, call your lawmakers, and tell them to support this new bill. Tell them that they need to ban mega-mergers and halt the creation of additional monopolies that come at the expense of small and medium-sized businesses, not to mention taxpayers and consumers. That's you. Again, going all the way back to the beginning of this episode, these types of mergers and acquisitions end up costing the average American family over $5,000 a year of spending power. So now you know. It's up to you. It's up to us to do something about this. Amidst so many pressing demands on our attention and causes for concern, it's easy to let problems that seem less immediate slip through the cracks. And I get it. You know me. You know I'm fighting for families that are being brutalized, people that are being shot or beaten by police, people who are suffering in jails and prisons. But this macro issue of what's happening in our economy actually affects everyday people. But corporate bad behavior just can't be one of the things that we let slip through the cracks or we'll soon find ourselves not only combating a public health crisis, but we'll soon find ourselves fighting an escalating and entirely preventable economic hardship that's going to outlast this pandemic. Break it down. Break it down.